This is David Hofmeister's Unwind Your Mind Back to God Read by Tarana Singh In today's episode, we continue unlearning the world with Book 2. In Chapter 2, this is Section 5, Part 1 Concern for the Body, Part 1 Friend I watched my mind as I was running for errands, feeling nauseous and disconnected from source. I noticed that I had a lot of fear come up around my friend's safety, about her going hitchhiking. I noticed how much body stuff I have going on. I noticed how much fear I have about letting those things surface and just giving them to the Holy Spirit. I feel guilty. I feel unworthy. I noticed with my friend's trip that things kept surfacing over the weekend, and I just kept seeing her having this holy encounter. But there is something deeper coming up, and I am not even sure what it is but I am willing to go into it and heal this. David, so you felt concerned for her safety in some way? Friend, basically that was what it was. I tried to look into my past and see what this touched in me. Obviously, there are some thoughts about really being that open and that vulnerable with God. That I am feeling really unsafe and unsure about doing that. David There is a line coming to me from Workbook Lesson 48. There is nothing to fear. In truth, in reality... There is nothing to fear. But this is not true for those who believe in illusions. As long as you believe in illusions, you do have need to fear because of the way that you have defined reality and defined yourself. It is interesting to trace in that whole concept of vulnerability and risk. The spiritual journey is often described as requiring vulnerability in order to see what is within. That is just the way it seems to the ego. The ego's interpretation of looking at the beliefs in my mind is that it is a very risky and vulnerable undertaking. Of course, it would be perceived that way. It knows that if this process continues, then it is out of business, so to speak. It would have to be perceived that way through its lens even if it is someone else in your life taking the steps, it can still require a leap of trust. If your friend 
is really opening up to the Holy Spirit's guidance and seems to be throwing caution to the wind in terms of protection and safety measures, it will be perceived as threatening if seen through the ego lens. If someone else can do it, that means I can do this. Oh my gosh, I do not know if I can do this. There is a basic belief in the ego system that darkness can hide. One of the initial things that the teacher of God goes through is the idea that darkness cannot hide. This can be experienced as painful. It can even be delayed and drawn out when the mind is still going back and forth about whether it can hide. But once that is transcended, the mind comes to a place where it starts to see that even if it could, why would it want to hide anything from God? That is when the ease starts to come in. It starts to feel safer and safer. Our sessions this week demonstrated to me how strong your commitment is. You are looking at all kinds of thoughts that have come up. When you make such a concerted effort and have the willingness to not know and to just share what you are thinking and to look at it, that is very threatening to the ego. A lot of times it can even seem like there is backlash. Friend I had to go into the dentist for a gum scaling and all this stuff came up about the body. It is not a place I really want to be looking because while I am focusing on that, it is really hard to focus on spirit and oneness. So I am trying to just let that go. And in the meantime, I have to go for this gum surgery. I am not at all ready to cancel all the appointments. I am too fearful that there still is something going on with the body. I am still feeling that I am going to go through with it, but I want to be as defenseless as possible with the nurses, because I am very fearful. I need to really look at the idea of sickness, because there is a part of me that sees that if I can let go of the feeling of the body being real, then I can let go of all of this. And I'm not ready to let that go yet. David So somehow, healing is associated with loss of self. Friend It would be loss of the body. David Which would be part of the self as the ego has constructed it. So in that sense, Healing is feared if that is the way we perceive it. It is not surprising 
that with you having a background in nursing, medicine and health promotion, that the mind gets lessons in the area with the symbols it is familiar with. When we have a lesson to learn, it will be learnt in a form the mind can get. It is not accidental that you seem to have all these medical appointments lined up and that you seem to have been working in the medical field. It is all coming to a head because we have to really get at the contrast between mind and body and all this offers a very direct way of doing it. There is a concern for bodies that is in there. A lesson that is coming to mind is the beginning of lesson 135. It comes before lesson 136, which is sickness is a defense against the truth. A good springboard is to start to get at what this thing is that you are so concerned about. What is it that you are defending? It would be good to start to trace it in, to take a look at what is going on at a deeper level, beyond all these surface concerns, whether it is with medications or locking doors, or whether it is taking safe rides when the bodies are being transported from one place to the other. Those are all forms of magic. When the mind is too fearful, a mix of magic and miracles may be helpful to reduce the fear. Jesus talks about that in the section called How is Healing Accomplished? He says that the mind of the patient can simply say I have no use for this. Manual for Teachers, Section 5 And just rise up. Or it can be that Special agents seem to be ministering to him, which can be, for example, doctor appointments. Nurses and doctors can be seen as special agents, still seemingly outside the mind. That seem to be ministering to the patient but that is just a form in which the mind can handle it, so to speak. It is an interpretation of the way the mind can see that healing could occur. It seems more drawn out. There is still a fear of instantaneous healing. Through the ego's lens, Instantaneous healing is fearful because of what it would have to give up. It asks, what will be gone from me? 
What will I lose if I am healed? And so it seems to play itself out more in linear time. Let's use lesson 135. If I defend myself, I am attacked. Who would defend himself unless he thought he were attacked? That the attack were real and that his own defense could save himself. And herein lies the folly of defense. It gives illusions full reality. And then attempts to handle them as real. Workbook Lesson 135 Whenever we talk about things like getting a safe ride from one place to the next, it implies that they are believed to be real problems, real issues that I have to deal with and therefore that is why I am having all these appointments and everything. In a sense, you have to pull back enough to take a look at how you are giving illusions full reality. Even when you use the thought, well, this is where I am now, whether it is with nutrition or body symptoms or whatever, when you say that is the way a problem really is, you have defined it as being in the world. That is giving illusions full reality. And then, what else is there to do? What would a mature person do but defend against and take steps to alleviate the problems? That is defining a problem in a way that makes it unsolvable. There is only one problem and one solution and that is in the mind. The problem is defining the issue as out here in linear terms in the world of form. It is the same whether it is a problem with the gums or with having a big debt to pay off and wanting the integrity of paying it off. You can see how both of these things are defining the problem. Somebody does not have their money and I need to pay it back. That is defining it in specifics. And with the gums, I have been diagnosed by a dentist and the doctors have looked at it and I have these other complications that have come in. That is defining it out there in the world or in form. Or even the example of fear for a friend's safety. Fear that something could happen to a body that is too open and trusting. Again, that is defining the problem as out there. That gives us three very different specifics. 
we begin to see that when we define a problem as being in the world, we make it real. I make the illusions real and then whatever I do as an attempt to deal with them is going to be in a defensive mode. We want to go deeper, to take a look at whether the problem is really what we think it is. It adds illusions to illusions, thus making correction doubly difficult. And it is this you do when you attempt to plan the future. Activate the past or organize the present as you wish. Workbook Lesson 135 This week, my friend and I got into some of the finer points of disorderliness in the home. Things like fingerprints on a mirror, or coffee grounds on the counter. That would fit into the last category. Organize the present as you wish. The mind can think that a good defense against the spirit is to insist things be a certain way on the screen, as if that will bring order into a chaotic life and mind. You can see how that last sentence, it is this you do when you attempt to plan the future, activate the past or organize the present as you wish, really covers a lot. You operate from the belief you must protect yourself from what is happening because it must contain what threatens you. A sense of threat is an acknowledgement of inherent weakness. A belief that there is danger, which has power to call on you to make appropriate defense. The world is based on this insane belief. And all its structures, all its thoughts and doubts, its penalties and heavy armaments, its legal definitions and its codes, its ethics and its leaders and its gods, all serve but to preserve its sense of threat. For no one walks the world in armature, but must have terror striking at his heart. Workbook Lesson 132 There is a lot in that paragraph. He just rattles it off about the way the world has been constructed, with all the legal definitions and codes. The whole medical profession that you have become familiar with through your training is part of the defense. The thought that there is a real threat and that all of these procedures are good at reducing the threat. Friend, even the idea of holistic of or alternative medicine would be the same. David, yes, that is radical. 
But isn't it nice to start to really get to the bottom of things? It can seem threatening, like, Oh my gosh, what have I got to question to get to the bottom of things? But on the other hand, hallelujah. I have been on this wheel for long enough now. It is time to really get to the bottom of things. I was looking at a book called Ageless Body, Timeless Mind. The mind is timeless. But the whole thing of the body being ageless? No, no, no. We talked about expanding the lifespan. When the definition of life still would be seen to be within the body and longevity seems to be pushing it. Let's take a look at this. Whatever comes up is fair game to throw onto the table because we want to be really thorough in looking at this. <laughs> 